Boom! All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got another one for you. Let's talk about the art of effective marketing and the power of influencer collaboration and how that can impact your strategic communication for your brand success. Let's get this one started. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom, it can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you and welcome to another episode of Business Boss. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to dive in the world of marketing and brand communication with a seasoned marketing communication professional with over a decade of experience. She's here to share her insight and secrets to success, whether you're a marketer, brand manager, or just curious about the world of influencer marketing. Today's episode, we're going to explore the journey from working with global brands like L'Oreal to founding her boutique marketing communications agency, so, um, called a Mishka agency, by the way. We'll uncover her passion for crafting powerful communication strategies that elevate brand image and drive business growth. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Miss Julia Gorenko. <laughs> All right, Yulia, welcome to the program. Hey, I love the intro so much energy. <laughs> That's what it's all about. I mean, branding, communication, we got to have that energy, at least in our videos, to get people pumped. You ready? Yep. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. Uh, very first question I always ask everybody who comes on the show is here to promote something, sell something. They're doing something to grow their businesses. What is that for you? Oh, well, so I'll probably just open up with a brief uh, you know, background of who I am. Um, I've been in the marketing communication space for over a decade, as you said, and I've worked with over 30 brands, I think, uh, so far in uh, multiple industries from um, consumer goods, retail, software, mobile apps, enterprise software. So like a pretty versatile background and um for years, I've worked on the brand side. So before starting my own agency, I worked as a brand marketer, as a public relations uh, manager on the brand side. And I kind of know all the ins and outs of running um, brand marketing campaigns uh, on, on the brand side. So um, at this point of my life, I'm kind of leveraging all this experience to now run my own influencer marketing agency and help other brands uh, grow. Who who are you going after here? Because I feel that we're in a really unique marketing age where almost anyone can be an influencer to some type, uh, depending on whether your audience can convert or not. Um, anybody can create content and post at scale. Who's the target audience here? Who can best benefit from your services? 
Um, you know, I, I'm a strong uh, evangelist of influencer marketing, and I believe that absolutely any brand can utilize influencers, just as you say, anyone with the audience that, you know, the person that has certain uh, influence uh, is an influencer. And I kind of hate this traditional perception of the influencer marketing niche when like sometimes people think about like those Instagram fashion and lifestyle influencers, you know, but there's it's just so much more. Like, for instance, I worked with a lot of uh, B2B companies like enterprise software, you know, companies in the uh, education space, co companies in the cybersecurity space and the potential for influencer partnerships in this uh area is also incredible. Like, let's say you run a, um, an enterprise cybersecurity solution. So you still can work with those cybersecurity experts, uh, partner with them and um, collaborate with them so that they endorse your solution within their uh, niche. Uh, so, you know, I'm a big believer in the power of influencer marketing. And I, um, I feel like, you know, any brand, any marketer can find uh, the right approach to uh, leverage and influencers for, for their brand growth. Let me ask you about your, your background. In 10 years of marketing experience, you started a boutique. Walk me through the, what those 10 years brought you. I mean, everybody thinks, oh, I can do marketing until they get into the space and they have to show results. Not always the easiest thing to do. Walk me through those 10 years. What's your background like uh, as, a, as a marketer? Yeah, I, I like to say that I don't like shortcuts. So like I actually like kind of grinded and hustled uh, over the years to kind of, you know, get to the space uh, where, where I am now. Um, it's uh, it's interesting. So I my, my very first job, I got an internship actually uh, at L'Oreal, the big uh, cosmetic corporations that runs like over 30 uh, global uh, cosmetic brands and um, over four years there, I grew from an intern to the head of the PR and digital department. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I worked with their uh, mass market brands. I worked with their lux luxury brands. So uh, they kind of operate in, uh, you know, different market uh, niches, uh, kind of covering all cosmetic uh, needs out there. Um and, uh, you know, throughout this these years, it, it was an incredible experience where, it, you know, it, it makes me kind of realize how old I am, because like at that point, um, you know, a lot of things that we did were kind of limited to, uh, let's say, print me media buying, you know, or like uh, the, the very early age of like digital advertising, you know, um, and I was actually one of the first people uh, back then at my company to start working with influencers because I was very young and curious and I kind of saw this uh, booming growth of the social media and I saw those people who you know post those product reviews uh, on Instagram or on YouTube and I remember I approached my manager at that time and I'm like hey I feel like there's a lot of potential here why don't we like uh, you know send some products to those uh, influencers and at that time I remember that my manager was kind of like uh, you know you already have a lot on your plate are you sure you want to do that and as I say I was just very young and very like passionate and curious so I'm like yeah yeah I, I want to give it a try 
And I remember, like, I started to build those relationships with some of the, uh, you know, social media influencers. And probably within like six months, the company started to realize that, oh, my God, that's like the future. There's just so much potential out there. And I was kind of like leading the influencer program uh, for the brand um, at that time. And uh, since then, I uh, pivoted from consumer goods. I left the beauty world uh, and pivoted to software so I got a job in a software companies and they specifically uh, built me uh, sorry they, they hired me to build the influencer program for them so for me it was also like a very interesting experience how uh, you can uh, leverage those influencers to market you know software solutions to uh, market uh, like at that time I worked with an app so like how um, influencer marketing can be a very powerful channel for uh, mobile user acquisition so I kind of kept uh, learning as I worked with those different brands and different industries and sort of uh, explored all aspects of influencer marketing because yeah, as, as I say, like it's definitely not only limited to those Instagram influencers who post uh, like uh, lipstick reviews, right? It can be an expert in, um, I don't know, in cybersecurity who, who speaks on conventions. It can be uh, like a well-respected educator or journalist that your brand can collaborate and, uh, make this person your brand ambassador so there's just so uh, much potential and i like to say that like every brand can work with an influencer and your creativity is your only limit now you could have stayed working with a company but you decided to venture off on your own and build your own agency uh, that's not the easiest thing for a lot of people to do. Luckily, uh -huh. you've had uh, a lot of experience. You built up a lot of relationships. Walk me through your thought process of becoming your own entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I love this question, actually. So I, I, I think that, you know, when I look back, when I just started my career journey, when I was the intern, I think at that time, my biggest dream was to become a CMO. Like, I want to stay in this corporate world and I want to become an executive, a marketing executive. You know, this was like my biggest, biggest dream. Um, however, at some point of my career, I realized that... Um, uh, as, as you say, like I started to build those connections and more and more people sort of started to approach me like, hey, you know, we need to run, um, you know, like a PR program or we need help with influencer marketing. And I started to get approached by a variety of brands. And at some point I realized like, why would I limit myself to working with or like working for one company if I can do sort of this consultancy work for multiple brands and um you know i've been thinking uh, a lot about it recently like we all live in a world where like we we need to make money the economy is getting crazier and crazier every year right and i feel like a lot of people feel that uh, working a corporate job kind of gives you some sense of um stability and comfort and it's considered to be like less risky uh than like running your own business however if you give it another thought i feel like you know, within like the last few years, we've seen all these layoffs. Um, and like, is it really that stable, you know, to, to work for a company, right? When like, you can be let go absolutely any, any time. Um, and I think, you know, this showed us that 
everybody is disposable <laughs> literally like yeah. you can lose you lose your job uh just like overnight um and you know at the same time when you're kind of like working for yourself when you are working with multiple brands and companies you are building up your clientele so even if like one client decides to stop working with you for some reason you still have like some other uh, potential sources of income some other potential clients and also another part here I, I think this is very interesting is that when you work in, in the corporate world um you sort of have like a limit to how much you can make. Uh, and probably somebody would argue with me because I know that if, if you're like a high-ranking corporate executive, you probably also have some fat bonuses and perks and this and that. But still, I feel like there is like a certain cap to how much you can make. And at the same time, if you're working independently, uh, you can grow uh kind of like without any limitations you can grow you can hire more people and keep growing and getting more clients um so i am pretty much um fascinated by that and i decided to like give it a try uh it, it happened sort of organically as kind of companies started to approach me i never really like thought that i would be doing something like that but i feel like when you uh, build your expertise when people get to know you uh this is sort of like the very uh, rational path you know um you start to realize your value. You start to realize what you're offering these people. And they're not coming to your company. They're coming to you. There's a reason right. why they're coming to you. And you're the expert in this space. Why not capitalize? And I agree with you, by the way. When you are working for somebody, there is a salary cap. There's the most that you're ever going to go there because you don't own the company. Whereas if you build it yourself, you are essentially building something with no cap. The only cap is how much time and effort you're willing to put into your company to build out the operations, the procedures, the things you need to do, replace yourself with certain uh, maybe virtual assistants or systems and processes. So the, the growth phase on that is limitless. You can literally go as high as you want or chill out at a certain level and say, <laughs> look, this is my lifestyle business and this is all I really want to work with. A handful of clients and I'm good. I'm happy. But that's the a good point as ultimately well. yeah. up to you. So let me ask you, um, there's a lot of people who think, you know what, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to get into this. I'm going to build mm -hmm. my brand. I'm going to grow my company. But they don't really understand what marketing is, what branding is, what influencer marketing is. I mean, it, what advertising is, it all sounds like it's in the, the same umbrella because it kind of is but they need help. They need advice. What advice would you give to somebody starting a business today to help them build a brand and establish themselves so that they can acquire customers as easily as some of these other companies do? Yeah. So uh, I would say, you know, if you are an entrepreneur that does not have a marketing background, like I do, for example, um, I think there are a few things here to know. First of all, um, you know, if you want to learn some basics of marketing, there is plenty of resource available online like i don't want you to go and pay for some fancy online courses uh, i feel like there is just so much information that you can just google and read some blogs and maybe find some ebooks and um you know there is plenty of content available on youtube etc so uh, like don't don't pay first like try to see what you can get uh for free uh you know because there's plenty of educational resources out there um 
Another thing that I want to point out is that like, you know, as I'm trying to build my own business, I start to realize the importance of delegating things. Like you actually don't really need to be an expert on everything, right? Like for example, some of my clients, um, I'm just give you, I'm just going to give you one example. Um, I, I work with a person who is a, um, kind of like a beginner entrepreneur. So he's still in this startup phase. Um, he's building, um, an AI platform, <laughs> which is like a very, very uh, popular thing in yeah. 2024, I think. Um, yeah. So, and he comes from like a data engineering background. He's like absolutely brilliant, smartest engineer, but he has nothing to do with marketing. And he actually doesn't need to know much. Like he works with me. He kind of delegates this part to me. Um, and I think it's just important to find somebody that you can trust and like just hire somebody who can who can help you. I know it might be problematic to find the resources to hire people, especially when you're just getting started. But still, like uh, you you don't need to do everything all at once. Uh, I think another important part that I want people to understand when it comes to marketing, you really need to have like a very focused approach. Like don't try to be like on all social media platforms, you know, like pick the social media platform that works for your brand and like be successful on this particular platform or like identify the tactics that work for you. Like you don't need to do it all, you know, like to do 20 podcasts and like run, you know, uh, all types of, advertising that is possible out there like try to be really strategic and kind of laser focused and understand like okay what is my key audience who am i targeting and then how can i reach this audience like what would be the right marketing channel for me to reach this audience and what would be the right marketing message for me to reach this audience so you know for those people who are just getting started as, as i say don't try to do it all at once be very very uh focused yeah uh, there's so many shiny objects uh every single social platform feels like it has so many people on it uh but it it can get really really complicated uh when you're or, or even time consuming when you're trying to please every single every single network out there so let me ask you a question about influencer marketing since that's kind of your expertise mm -hmm. um do i pay an influencer to promote my brand do i partner and collab with an influencer or do i share some equity with an influencer i'm sure you've been approached with all three of these what's your insight on those uh for an approach and when a company's trying to grow and maybe their resources are a little strapped yeah, I actually talk about it a lot because like I oftentimes I'm approached by smaller brands and startups who might not necessarily have like six or seven figure budgets to allocate uh, to influencer marketing. So um, the way that I recommend approaching this space is you can start small. That's actually the space where it's fairly easy to start small. Um, to answer your question, do you need to pay uh, influencers? Um, mostly, yes. So uh, just because, you know, influencer is an individual just like you and I, who has, you know, certain amount of hours a week that they work, right? And they need to be compensated for your time, for their time. So if they take the time to get to know your brand, to test it out, to create some content around it, 
you know, a common practice would be to compensate them for this time and effort that they put into working with your brand. However, there are uh, different models of compensation. So, uh, for example, there is like a very simple paper play, like, you know, you um, pay them a certain fixed rate uh, per, you know, post or, or whatever deliverables that you um, agree on. Um, however, there are also uh, affiliate programs, for example, where, uh, you know, brands uh, offer uh, influencers only a certain percentage or a fixed rate per sale that the influencer generates uh, for the brand. So this is um, basically like no risk for the brand at all. You just give the influencer access to your uh, product or service. You uh, stipulate the affiliate program terms and you just got to equip them with the right uh, tracking process, like to actually capture those orders, those sales that they generate for your business. Um, so this can be a good starting point for those brands that maybe do not have uh, huge budgets, like uh, try to find a few influencers that are very much relevant to your particular brand, approach them, um, explain to them why you think that they are special, like why uh, you actually want to work with them. You know, I, I think it, a lot of it comes down to really like building the, the, the relationship with a certain influencer. And actually, the smaller the brand, um, the better chance you have to like build a relationship because large brands, they don't really build relationships with influencers. They, mm. um, they, they operate at such a scale where they do not have enough resources to like uh, properly attend to each individual influencer. While, you know, if you're a smaller brand and you're going to be working with like three or five influencers, you can actually like take the time to get to know them and, and maybe talk to them, uh, meet them. So um, you can definitely start small. Uh, you can find some smaller influencers. You can, you can, um, negotiate uh, some uh, affiliate terms with them, et cetera. All right. So you went over some good things that we should do. We can use an affiliate program. You can start off with smaller brands to make some of these connections. But ultimately, every entrepreneur goes out and they make some mistakes. What are the don't do's when it comes to dealing with, with influencers? What are some of those warning signs we need to look out for? Because we don't want to pay somebody who's not going to get us the result that we're looking for. And I feel like there's a lot of risk out there. What should I be worried about when working with uh, influencers? Mm, great question. Well, the first thing that I recommend to brands, um, don't approach influencers if your product or service is not 100% ready to be promoted yet. And this actually um, applies to any other marketing activity. Uh, like sometimes, again, like I get approached by smaller startups who are like, oh, we need some publicity. Like right now we need to do something like, oh, let's work with those influencers. But our product is in beta. Like, wait, <laughs> uh, what if the influencer, you know, doesn't like your product and if they are not as nice you might actually end up with getting like a terrible review about your uh platform so before you approach those influencers make sure that you know your um product or service works properly and then like your checkout process is smooth because let's say the influencer posts about your product but like there is some 
uh, bug with your checkout or whatever. And like you will end up with a lot of customers who are like, oh, I don't know, it didn't work or like the promo code did not apply, um, you know. So make sure that like your product, your checkout, like your distribution, all these things are uh, functioning properly before you <laughs> approach the influencer. That's uh, a biggie, though. I mean, can you imagine you you uh, you you get yourself all that credibility, or you get yourself that influencer to come out, and then they go through, and people's uh, promo codes don't work, or they can't check out. They're gonna go and fire back at that influencer, and there goes your relationship with that person. You could have had success if you just waited a little bit. Right, right. Yeah. So that's like a huge no. Um, yeah. And then, you know, when it comes to certain red, red flags, oh God, I've been in this industry for so long. I've seen it all. I think like by now I seriously, like I've, I've worked with influencers who are absolutely like sweethearts. They're so easy to work with. They actually like care about the success of your campaigns. And I also worked with influencers who are rude arrogant and absolutely terrible to communicate this is probably like just one percent but you need to know those red flags when you approach them because eventually if an influencer doesn't treat you right doesn't treat your brand right the results of your campaign might not be as great as you hoped and you know just like some of those red flags that i identified is um when the influencer is like really really transactional and what i mean by that is like you approach them you're like hey you know i run this brand we're very interested in working with you you know blah 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 and the influencer is like just giving you like my rate is x dollars without even asking you like okay what what do you want you know what mm. sort of like collaboration are you looking for uh how many publications etc you know like without really talking to you they're like here are my rates and um, to me, this is kind of a red flag because it means that they don't really care what brand to promote. They don't want to take the time to get to know you. They don't really have much pride in what they are recommending to their audience. To them, it's like pure transactional. Like, I'm here to make money quick, you know, one-off partnership, next, next, next. So to me, this is a red flag. I, um, from my experience, the best, the most successful campaigns are with those influencers who are actually like, okay, let me check out your brand. Let me test it. Let me, like, if it's a product, let me use the product because, like, I'm going to be recommending it to my community. I want to make sure that I like it in the first place. Um, so this is great. Like, this kind of people are the people that, established good trust with their with their audience and you know uh working with them will be more, more like better for your brand than those guys who just advertise absolutely anything uh out there yeah you're developing you're figuring out which one's going to be the true brand ambassador versus somebody you're just paying an ad to right i mean that i yeah. think that's ultimately what what the difference is when when dealing with some of these people Julia, I mean, that's a lot of great information that you've uh, shared with us. Your your expertise is definitely uh, shown as, as I'm asking you these questions. If people want to reach out because maybe they're afraid to talk to influencers, maybe they don't know uh, what's going on. Maybe they don't want to, they, they can't identify some of these red flags and they want an expert to work with. How can they reach out to you? How can they get a hold of you? 
Uh, I think the best way to connect with me would be through LinkedIn. Uh, it's Yulia Gorenko on LinkedIn. Um, I am open to, you know, just chatting with you guys. Like if you have any questions, um, like I, I'm, I'm very open to sharing my knowledge with people. I won't be like, oh, you need to pay me right away. Like, no, it's okay. Let's connect. Uh, I talk to a lot of brands. They approach me when they sometimes don't know where to start, like how, how to develop their influencer program. So I'm very approachable and would love to connect. Yeah. So the best way would be to just connect with me on LinkedIn. Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Yulia. And just in case you guys uh, are listening, it is Y-U-L-I-Y-A is how you spell her name, Yulia Gorenko. And that's with the G. That's how you can find her on social. Her website's also scrolling across the bottom. Mishka Agency um, is where you can go. Mishka.agency. No.com, just .agency. That's where you can find it. And uh, Julia, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Influencer marketing is a thing. I mean, literally, it's pretty much what people are doing on TikTok. If you're scrolling through your feeds, that is influencer marketing on a smaller scale. And if you want to work with somebody who's been at this for over a decade, who knows the ins and outs and can help you identify those things, make sure you check out her website, Mishka.agency, or follow her on social at Julia Gorenko uh, on LinkedIn. Julia, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today. Business.